Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Welcome to another CI for Life podcast. This is Rick Hyland. We're bringing you another in a series of podcasts for business leaders that are trying to scale, grow, prove their profitability, their sales, or their business. We've been referring the last couple of podcasts to 10x principle. Many writers or readers or thinkers write about how to 10x your business. The one I've been referring to lately is uh, by Dan Sullivan, strategic coach, and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. They read a really good book. In fact, a series of three books, very simple but profound principles taught in those books. I'd highly refer them. But relative to 10xing your business, so he shared last time five uh, principles or practices to scale your leadership. I want to deep dive on one or two of those today and hopefully give you some insights on how to drive, as Dan Sullivan calls strategic coats, how to drive for more freedom with your money, your time, your relationships, and your purpose. And uh, many of you know I have a book on purpose. Um, and uh, I, I suspect that uh, all these ideas that we're sharing with you will help you improve all all four of those freedoms. And I love that it, we're not just talking about how to make more money, but how to drive more purpose, relationship, and uh, better time usage, and to honor your time. As a business leader or entrepreneur, that's kind of one of the take-homes I hope you take today is to really, your time is valuable, and you should be spending that in um, in areas of your zone of genius, in areas where you're very best at, and try to delegate or stop or transfer uh, many of the things that aren't in your zone of genius. Well, Rick, how do I identify what's in my zone of genius? Anything those that, one way to identify it is anything that you helps you um, where you have 10,000 hours of practice, as Malcolm Gladwell talked about in his book. That is a level of proficiency. Uh, if you get 10,000 hours of practice, you uh, and know all the ins and outs, the risks, the pros and cons of that particular activity. And that's where you should be focusing your time and either delegating, stopping. You'd be surprised how much you should be able to stop that you're just doing because you've always done and or transfer to others. And I want to come back to that one and tell you a couple tips and hacks and secrets about how to do that. But yeah, how to 10X your, your um, business, grow your business and profitability and sales. You can't do it without honoring your time in a different way and not just grinding and working hard, but thinking big thinking transformational, thinking what, uh, so one paradigm that I'd have you think about and how to 10X your leadership or your business is to only do those activities to your ideal client, not the ones that don't pay, pay very well. Oh, all clients are great clients. Well, that may be true. It might not be true. But I know, for example, financial planners, should they be spending their time on low net worth or high net worth? Marketing sales all takes effort, whether it's a low net worth or high net worth. High net worth individual has much more opportunity for uh, to benefit their lives, save taxes, increase their wealth, and earn you money. So in that case, where should you be spending your time? Spend your time on your ideal client where you know the sweet spots where it's highly profitable for you to work and say no to the clients that are either behaviorally or financially not good clients for you. Leverage your time, honor your time. Your time is important. Choose those relationships. Choose the ideal client where you really want to work 
Second thing is I've already mentioned is if you can match that with uh, where is your zone of genius? Where do you have the 10,000 hours? Where are you better than anyone else? Delegate, stop, or transfer the other activities in your life. Look hard. Get a trusted partner. Get a business coach to help you look at that because sometimes you're invisible to it and you've got some paradigm blocks that say, no, I have to do all of this. Well, you may not have to do all of that to really increase your freedom of time, money, relationships, and purpose. So the detailed idea, you know, I love practical ideas. I love big picture principles and want to inspire your mind. But I also think we sometimes just need practical ideas on how. So how do I scale my leadership so that I can 10x my business? How do I actually practically do that? Um, one thought and is about how to transfer or set up others to win. Let me tell you the story of two managers real quick. One manager was very articulate, very sharp, a great listener, could listen to a client and articulate back in 15 to 20 minutes after meeting them exactly what their problems are and solutions and what they should do. The client would sit there almost mesmerized, I'm exaggerating slightly to make my point, almost mesmerized like, wow, exactly. That's exactly what my issues are. That's exactly what I need to do. The problem with that, and not that that's a bad activity in its own, but that was like a drug to that manager where then they fell in love. The client and the manager fell in love and they needed each other instead of, and so that particular manager could not leverage their business because they had to be in every client activity. They didn't have time, space, energy to go find other impressive clients because they couldn't transfer that relationship or they, they got addicted to that praise, that it got addicted to that feedback and they were good. I'm not, I'm not diminishing how valuable that is to the client at all. Second manager wasn't as good as sharp as, as articulating insights, but learned and also learned that he, you know, if I'm going to scale my business, if I'm going to help 10 amazing clients instead of one, or even think bigger than that, then I've got to learn how to transfer this so that I can get better at listening, articulating insights, articulating pain points, and then always having a number two with me to transfer that relationship. You might be client-facing, you might be employee-facing, but having your number two there to say, you know what, and John, I uh, thank you for your confidence in moving forward with this work or agreeing to this plan. John here is my uh, number two. I trust him completely. He's done some amazing work with different clients. He's going to follow up and help you finalize the contract, help you finalize whatever we agreed to today. And I'll check in from time to time, but um, I have amazing trust in John and he's done some amazing work. And I, I trust that he'll do that with you as well. And of course, with John, you coach him to make sure that he adds valuable insights during that meeting. So he's not just a wildflower listening to you impress the employees or impress the client. And then you've transferred that relationship. You've transferred the follow-up. You've transferred the execution. Do you need to follow up from time to time, monthly, quarterly, check in with the client, email, text, call, visit, find out how they're doing, show you care, add additional insights on how you can help? Absolutely. But that, your number two, your manager owns that relationship, owns the accountability to delivering on the promises you made to the employee group, to the client group, whatever it might've been. And then you can leverage your time, move on, 
and find number two client or number three client or number three initiative, number four initiative, you can leverage your time and do much, much more. And how does John, your manager, feel? Amazing, right? He's been set up to win, built confidence in front of the client or in front of the employee group. So they're ready to rock and roll. They've now got accountability. So it's their accountability. They report to you on a monthly basis on how well they're doing. You check in with the client, trust and verify, we call it. Not weekly, not daily. You let John run that. So you can go leverage your time and focus on something else. Simple concept, but sometimes as entrepreneurs and business leaders, our ego doesn't allow us. I'm the very best at this. Or John can't really do this. Well, think about it this way. You haven't set John or Sally or Jane or whoever up very well. That's your responsibility as a leader to set them up in front of the client or employee group. That's on you, not on John. If he's still capable and in your business, uh, you believe in him, absolutely, you stick with them. If they don't, then why are they in your organization? But if you still believe in their organization, set them up to win, transfer the relationship, let them deliver the accountabilities, you move on to the next big project, next big client interaction. You still get your juice. You still get your ego fed. You still get to get in front of the client, which I would argue for entrepreneurs and business leaders, if, if you're chasing or trying to increase sales at all, that is your number one leading indicator. Get in front of the clients regularly and often, but then transfer the details or the execution or some or all or part of that onto your employees. So hopefully this is a valuable, helpful, practical insight on not only how to 10x your business and scale your leadership so that you can have more freedom in time, money, relationships, and purpose, but a very practical idea on setting others up to win. And I promise you, if you do this, you're going to have more time, more money, more energy, and more ability to go to client number two, three, four, five, or tackle other things, or go on vacation. I'm Rick Hyland with Continuous Improvement for Life. Until next time, cheers. Bye.